Welcome, this is Aaron, your senior instructor with Lead Into Fire Academy, the only course that teaches dentists how to get more done in much less time. Provide the best service their patients have ever received and finally earn more profits for these amazing services. Congratulations guys, the last day of your lead week. Today we're going to be learning how to communicate clearly. I can't wait to see you guys on Monday. We're going to talk about focusing on our goals and plans. And then after that, we're going to learn how to inspire a team. We're going to learn how to reduce your roles so that you can get more done doing the things that you love. And then after that, we're going to evaluate and improve our conditions. So far, so good. Keep up the great work. Can't wait to get into it. Here we go. Communicating clearly. How to communicate clearly. Well, establishing their goals, delivering their message, and directing their team to reach these goals are essential tasks a fire chief must master in order to lead effectively. So without clear communication, these tasks, they can either be misinterpreted, they can be misdirected, or possibly misunderstood, right? So to avoid these miscommunications, then you must practice and perfect your own communication skill if you want to avoid these, these mistakes yourself. See, the most essential communication skills used by the fire chief during a fire scene you're going to find are going to be the same skills that you can develop to increase your own successful communication within your dental practice. That's why we're speaking. So that's why it's so important that you guys are communicating clearly because by applying the following skills when you're speaking with your colleagues and your group leaders, not only are you going to apply them, but you're going to be teaching these skills to your front office staff, your back office staff, um, everybody involved because reaching your goals requires everyone to communicate clearly with each other. I hope that makes sense. I mean, in order to get all this to be successful and get all this stuff done, this is a team effort. Everybody's got to communicate and understand each other effectively. So the first thing you guys need to know, like a fire chief, is when you're on the radio, who are you speaking to? And you want to maximize their strengths. So in order to maximize each team's individual strengths, the, the chief he first must know who he's speaking with. Do you understand why it would be a mistake to send the only truck with a 100-foot rescue ladder in to make a rescue on the first floor if they were, let's say, people trapped on the fourth floor? It'd be a mistake to send in the only ladder, the tallest ladder, to the first floor. You wouldn't be maximizing their strength. They have a 100-foot ladder. They need to go do some upper floor rescues. This is a waste of valuable resources, right? So the chief has to know who he's speaking with and use their individual strengths to achieve the goal, the ultimate goal, the primary goal of the team, you know, as a team. I hope that makes sense. So this concept, it also applies to your marketing efforts, right? Your ads, your Facebook posts, they should all be directly speaking to your perfect patient. You want to maximize the strengths of these platforms, Facebook and, and even the flyers that you're sending out. You want to maximize the strengths of these platforms to specifically attract the patients that you love. Okay? So next, um, another technique that the fire chiefs use is we tell them why. We tell them why. So understand that when uh, dispatch sounds the alarm and tells the firefighters why and where they're needed, well, the team that understands why their actions are important is aware of the long-term goal, if that makes sense. It's, they're much easy, it's much easier to motivate someone who understands why they're their actions are important, why their actions help achieve the greater goal. 
It's the why that's so important. The why your practice does what it does is called your primary goal. And you should be found, this should be found within your mission statement, right? If you haven't created a mission statement yet, we're going to create one together next week. And it's difficult to reach your goal if you don't understand why you need to in the first place. That's why the why is so important. It's really kind of the foundation of, of the motivation, the inspiration of your team. They have to understand why they are valuable, why their actions help reach the, the primary goal. Captain Chris Walker, he says, a good firefighter knows how, an educated firefighter knows why. So the next thing Fire Chief does is he establishes roles and goals. Now that everyone knows why they need to reach the goal, your job as a chief is to direct them on how to do it together as a team. You see, each employee should already be trained to do their own individual tasks that they were hired to do. That's their job. They're trained, you were giving them the training and the tools to do their job. But your challenge is to organize these individual tasks into a unified team that reaches the primary goal successfully. It's like putting the pieces of the puzzle together. You have a lot of teams, a lot of individuals, a lot of tasks. You need to put those together. That's your challenge. Organize these tasks, create a unified team, but ultimately this, the whole purpose is to reach your primary goal. So determine challenging but reachable goals for each team. Ensure every team clearly understands the mission statement and they're constantly continuing to work towards it. That's how you establish the roles and goals. You determine challenging but reachable goals for each team and then you ensure each team clearly understands the mission statement and that their actions are working towards reaching the primary goal. So next we're gonna to listen to our teams. So first we talked about, we need to know who we're speaking with and how to maximize their strengths. Then we explain to them why their actions are so valuable. Then we establish the roles and goals that are gonna achieve our primary goal. And now we're gonna to listen to our teams. So when the fire chief sends in a team to do their assigned tasks, the group leader will report back with what he sees to help the, the fire chief paint a picture in his own mind. See, the fire chief's on the outside. The guys going in are going to call back and describe to him what they see so he can make a good plan. So the group leader will communicate what we call the CAN report. That's conditions, actions, and needs to get the job done. And as a fire chief, if the fire chief doesn't hear or listen to this report, then he's He's blind to the conditions of the fire and blind to the needs of his team. He's not going to be able to establish an effective plan if he doesn't know what's going on. If it's not clearly communicated to him on what's going on. So if he doesn't give them the tools and the personnel they need to be successful, then the chief is putting them in danger, right? He's jeopardizing the entire success of the mission if, he's not, if this information isn't clearly communicated to him. He has to listen to them before he knows how to help them. And that's the same for you guys. Let's say employee evaluations and, and just daily conversation. You need to listen to your team so you know what they need to be successful. So the next thing we're going to talk about is the clear facts. All right, this is another essential part of communicating clearly. Just getting the clear facts. Listening and clear communication, it's impossible if people are talking over one another on the radio, in our case. 
Silence on the radio is a good thing because it allows people to add important information when they need to. Only essential facts and benchmarks should be broadcast on the air, right? And this is so we avoid too many people trying to speak at the same time and just you know, blabbering and, and it doesn't give you the opportunity to listen if there's so many people trying to talk the entire time. So silence is valuable and getting the, and the way to create more space on the radio is just to deliver the clear facts so everybody can hear it and understand it and it's communicated clearly. And we talked a little bit about silence, but deliberate silence is also a valuable part of, of communication. The best way to create air silence is just to pause and listen. Pause and listen during your conversation. Pause and listen after you've spoken to hear their response. Give them time to respond. Pause and listen before answering. Right? And this avoids interrupting them. And it shows that you're actively processing and contemplating their statement. This is when you're speaking with a colleague, a teammate, an employee, a patient. Just pause and listen. I think you're going to find it so valuable and you're really going to, going to see you're going to see a difference in your communication skills by just simply allowing there to be a moment of, of simple silence between, your, between speaking between each other. One of the next things with uh, communicating clearly is you need to repeat your assignment. So when we're on the radio, we'll dispatch or chief or whoever's speaking, they'll say what they they need to say, and then dispatch will often repeat it just to make sure everybody heard it the first time. This is to ensure that, of course, they heard it and heard it clearly. Firefighters are directed to repeat their assignment back to one another, to the one that ordered it, so that the person that sent the order hears it back from the firefighter that they send it to so they know that they heard it correctly. So if someone is unclear about what's being asked of them, then it it's their responsibility to ask for clarification. So repeat your assignment, and basically just to make sure that everyone is on the same page, everybody's communicating clearly, and it's being, by repeating it, you're showing that, that you understand what assignment you've been given. And lastly, if you need to update if conditions get worse. Um, that's that's the job of every firefighter. If they see something that needs to be corrected, then they let everybody know so it can get corrected, right? There's no, it's not just the chief's allowed to, to make a correction or it's not just the group leader. If, um, if a firefighter sees something that needs to be corrected or if the conditions are getting worse, if the situations are changing, he needs to let everybody know. So if the situation deteriorates or your current strategy isn't working, Everyone has a responsibility to report what they see. All right, this goes for, for you, it goes for your teammates, it goes for your employees, I mean, it just goes for everybody. If you see the conditions are getting worse, if your plan isn't working, then it's, it's everybody's responsibility to step up and say, this, this isn't working, let's, let's try plan B. So let me give you an, an action to do for today, okay? So first, um, like we said, when communicating clearly, you want to always know who you're speaking to before you communicate your message. Now, like we said, this goes for your team members as well as your patients. So know who your team members are. I mean, really get to know them and know what motivates them individually before you communicate your message to them. All right, and you, and you always want to build on people's strengths. You want to use their strengths to their advantage. 
don't focus so much on what they're lacking, but focus on what they're good at. And as for your patients, it's important that you advertise and promote directly to your patient's individual needs as well. Your perfect patient. The one that you want in your seat. Make sure your ads are attracting the patients that you want. If you want implants or dentures, or if you want seniors or mothers or children, families, then those who you should be directing your, your advertisements towards, to their needs, right? You need to know who you're speaking to. So you don't want just price, if you don't want price shoppers that bounce around, then don't advertise to them. Don't, don't advertise yourself as being the cheapest in town unless you want patients who are looking for the cheapest dentist in town. You need to know who you're speaking to and you need to direct your marketing towards the ones that you want. So we talked about know who you're speaking to. We also talked about how, tell them why. This is so important, so important. So ensure everyone's actions are directed to achieving the long-term primary goal of the practice, right? Your mission statement. And that they understand why they're doing what they're doing. Remember, a team that understands why their actions are important is much more motivated and requires much less supervision than a team that is just simply told what to do. So keep your group leaders involved with your decisions so that they better understand why you're having them do what they do also. So tell them the why. Explain to them why they're so valuable. Explain to them why their, their actions are so important in order to achieve the practice's primary goal. We talk about goals, so let's talk about establishing roles and goals. So the reason it's so important to develop a mission statement is because it, it's essentially going to be your floor plan to the practice's success. Your team needs a clear guide to show them how to achieve what, the, what you want them to achieve, right, without getting sidetracked. And next week we're going to create our entire mission statement together. It's going to take one day, and it's, if you don't have one already... And once everyone knows what the goal of the practice is, then, then you're going to need to show them how to achieve it as a team. Now first, they need, to, they need to understand why their actions are so important. And then we're going to create that mission statement, and then that's going to be their roadmap to, to showing them how to be successful as a team. Um, some other ways we, we explain the how is by creating standard operating procedures. Now your SOPs... You'll need one for each position, and these are going to clearly identify how they're going to perform their job and the tasks that, that you expect them and how they can be proficient in it. All right, we're going to create, we're going to talk about SOPs in much more detail later, but just understand that this SOPs is also going to be a, a guideline that tells them how, how to do their job, how to do their role, so they can achieve the primary goal. All right? <laughs> So SOPs are, are something we're going to talk about a lot more detail down the, down the road, but just understand that this is something that we, we, will, we will be discussing. All right, we also talked about listening to our team. Now, are you, are you blind to the conditions of your team? Are you listening and providing them the tools that they need to achieve their tasks successfully? Unless you're listening to them, then you, you really don't know. Unless you conduct a CAN report with them, you really don't know what they need to be successful, do you? Unless you are listening or observing. You remember the CAN report? That's the, when you would, that's the conditions that they're under, the actions that they're taking, and the needs 
the things that you need to provide to them in order to be successful and get their job done. So that's how you listen to your team. You ask them what they need to be successful. (laughs) So we also want to determine when we're speaking with someone and communicating clearly, you can't communicate clearly unless you're communicating just clear facts. Only speak the truthful facts. Talking over one another, gossiping, complaining, excuses, exaggerations, and lies, they should not be welcome in your practice, and they should not be tolerated in the office at all. Do not accept this kind of, it's just poisonous conversation. Only speak clear facts. Now, deliberate silence. It takes practice to create air silence and to pause and listen during your conversation. It does. It takes practice to pause and listen after you've spoken so you can hear their response. To pause and listen before answering to, just to make sure that you're not going to interrupt them. And it shows that you're actively processing. You're, you're consciously thinking about your answer. It shows respect. So to, to practice today, start practicing just to pause and listen during your conversations. And then repeat your assignment if you're given instructions. Instruct your team to ask, to ask you, you know, what do you mean exactly if they're unclear of your, their assignment or their task or their goal? Encourage them to ask you if they don't understand. And then lastly, update if conditions get worse. So evaluate your strategy and tactics on a regular basis. And this makes sure that you're not progressing in the wrong direction. You want to make sure you're making progress towards reaching your primary goals. Are you earning more profits this quarter than last? Do you have happier patients than you did before? Are are they leaving you positive feedback and testimonials on Facebook? Are Are you less stressed? Are you able to manage your team more effectively now than you did last year? Is evaluating your progress towards your primary goal and your mission statement is something that you have to continuously do. You have to update and change if the conditions are getting worse. All right? So that's how we as a firefighter and the fire chiefs, that's how they communicate clearly. And I know if you guys put these same practices into your practice, you'll be able to communicate clearly as well. So lastly, let me just repeat real quick. We're going to know who we're speaking with, and we're going to maximize their strengths. We're going to explain to them why their actions are so important to get the primary goal accomplished. We're going to establish specific roles and goals to the individuals that are focused towards reaching our primary goal. We're going to listen to our team, use clear facts and not let gossip and and other poisonous conversation into the practice. We're going to pause and allow silence into our conversation. I'm encouraging them to repeat their assignment back to you or just to ask you if they don't understand what their assignment is and then lastly we're going to update regularly evaluate our conditions and then improve them if they get worse okay great job this week i'm i'm so proud of you guys i know that that you've learned a lot this week we've we've talked about the actions of a leader we've talked about some actions that a leader is not um, I hope 
I hope you've gotten a lot out of the do good morning routine philosophy and that you're beginning to inspire your team by not just being their boss. And now that we're speaking clearly and we're communicating clearly, I know we're ready to move on to next week where we're going to talk about how to focus on your goals and create plans that are going to reach these goals and make not only you as a professional successful, but your personal life is going to improve. And, and more importantly, the people around you, their lives are going to improve by you focusing on not only your goals and plans, but on their goals and plans as well. So I can't wait to see you guys on Monday. Don't forget to do your quick uh, week one review just in case something slipped by. And um, keep up the great work. I'll see you next Monday.